Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Barry Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. So today we're going to be talking about an organization that Jody has been in for a long time. She'll tell us how long. And that organization is Young Life. So it's going to be really fun to, to learn more about this organization, her passion and her involvement over the years. So Jody, so what is Young Life? Well, that is a loaded question. So we're going to back into the answer by I'll give you a little bit of history in that I was actually a Young Life kid, and it started by being a Young Life camper. So in general, Young Life is an organization started mostly working with high school age kids um, at, you know, a local community level, and it was adults that would walk alongside kids and we would have a blast together and sharing their faith and then bringing kids to together to discover more about that and mm-hmm. to really um, dig a little deeper. And they're known oftentimes, people um, know Young Life for the camps that because they own camps now around the world, wow. but um, where kids go to, and also again, when I started, it was primarily focused at the high school age, okay. But now there's you know, different there's wildlife, which is junior high kids, and there's young lives, which are um single moms with, um, young single moms with kids that, um, are come together and share their shared experiences and, um, strengthen each other by being together. So it's just, um, such, and there's also another outgrowth of young life Capernaum, which is working with the kids, um, that are, disabilities and different kinds of special needs. And so it's really, um, you know, each time there's a a group of kids that just need people to love on them and care about them and walk alongside them, it seems like Young Life will start a new, you know, branch in that, in that area. Wow. So. So you said you were a Young Life kid. How did you first get introduced to the organization? So the way that um, I was introduced is the way it, to this day, still happens a lot, is that um, I was in high school and there was a Young Life leader in the area that would invite kids from high school to come to, it's called Young Life Club. And it's once a week and it's just a big, fabulous party where (laughs) high school kids get together and do what they do. You know, it usually involves food, fun food, and it involves games and just being kids, you know, Uh being high school kids and having a lot of fun. And then always um, also chatting about what are the big issues that um, Mm. 
high school kids are facing. Mm -hmm. And that, again, so you feel like you're not alone. I think Mm -hmm. so much Mm -hmm. of Young Life and the mission is focused on kids knowing that they're loved, they're not alone, Mm -hmm. and trying to just really walk alongside, you know, beside them and, and answer questions and be there to talk. And then ultimately questions of faith and, and, you know, anything that would come up that we can then in a group and together really share our, our common walk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so you think about camps may, mainly being summertime, but then these clubs, is, does that go on throughout the school year? A club goes on throughout the school year, but then camps are, there are some weekend camps, but traditionally, so for instance, in my case, so there were folks that were having club and a club usually meets in, in local, a house of you know, some local community member somewhere that has a big enough space because some of the Young Life clubs, when I first started going, we probably had 40 or 50 kids. And it throughout different times of my Young Life, there were everywhere from 100 to 150 kids. I can remember we were packed into this one basement one time. And it was just, (laughs) we were literally sitting on each other. And we were singing and screaming and a lot of the the music is, you know, interactive music where you're jumping up and down. And we were just rocking that house, having a, having a big old time. And so, um, at that time we would meet in those houses. And then during the summer, kids that wanted to go to camp, there would be an opportunity to go to camp. And usually you would go to the camp, obviously closest to where you live. So I went to first went to Young Life Camp at a beautiful camp called Saranac, and it's up around Lake Saranac in the northern part of New York. Mm-hmm. And so we took buses up there, and now they don't have it anymore. But at the time, there was also winter camp. So mm. I went on a summer camp and a winter camp up at Lake Saranac, and we went skiing, obviously, during the um, winter. And then during the summer, we did everything from parasailing to swimming to everything out on the, out on the lake. And again, just had the greatest week of our life. And that's a lot of the mantra for the camps. Everybody um, says it's the greatest week of their life when they look back because it's just 24 hours of fun and being together and just kids being kids. And, Mm -hmm. and yet also, you know, really digging in and talking about important things. Mm -hmm. And um, at a time when the leaders and the other sponsors and people that can bring kids to camp are just, you know, loving on kids. That's amazing. So you've been involved a long time. Tell me about... Almost 50 years. Oh my goodness. So what what was it when you first started going there that just so captured your heart that has kept you so committed to this organization over the last 50 years? Yeah. Well, in general, I'm a firm believer to put your time, money, effort, you know, where your mouth is and things that impact my life or those that I love, it's nice to support those 
organizations. Um, and so for me, Young Life was the first time aside, because I grew up specifically as it pertains to, um, you know, my faith. And I grew up going to church with my parents. And But you get to a point where you have questions mm-hmm. and you start to consider, you know, why was I born? <laughs> why am I on this earth? You know, what big life questions. Mm-hmm. And yes, obviously that's something that hopefully most everyone can talk about with their family and with their parents and as they're growing up. But I think it's also great to have other people that are in your life. And for the first time, there were other people and then ultimately kids my own age that were asking the same kind of questions where Mm -hmm. we could all work through that together But I have to say, Mary, and you'll laugh because you know me, you know, I'm the party girl. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, just having a blast. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. so often we all carry life around and we drag it. And life is hard, you know, but yet there are just, there's so much um, joy. And if we, if we can look at that and learn to love that and appreciate that, and in the midst of struggles and questions, also um, have a great time. And yeah. to me, that's where young life, especially for kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, this isn't a group of adults, business people that go on a retreat, you know, to right. learn how to right. be better at their job. I mean, this was at an age when, I mean, you're high school kids, for goodness right. sake, you right. know, it's just bring the party on. Right. And um, so, I mean, you would laugh until you would cry and, you know, be swimming and running and exhausted. I mean, I can remember nights at camp where you just fall into your bed, you know, just exhausted from sheer play, you know, and um, fun and skits and music and singing. And so this is such a long answer to your question, but I think it's the extravagant hospitality and love, Mm -hmm. the magical, fabulous moments, the being together with other kids your age, um, and yet also having a safe place to to go a little deeper. Right. But all so that was something that impacted my life dramatically. Mm-hmm. And so each time there was an opportunity to give back. So some of the leaders are college. So when I was in college at the University of Kentucky, I worked with, I was on volunteer staff and worked with local high schools with Young Life. Um, John and Carrie Evans were the Young Life folks that are um, still involved that were just doing a fabulous job there in Kentucky. And so I had the privilege of you know, working with them and we took kids to camp. Mm-hmm. And so then I started to see it on the other side. And then like all organizations, when there's always needs financially and, you know, they need people to host and give time, but also financially. So then when I was in a situation 
where I could get involved financially, I was excited to do that too. Um, so it's just one of those that the more I see all the different sides of young life, mm-hmm. the more I get excited about what's happening. And I want to continue to be a part of that in any way that I can. Mm-hmm. So I think that is what has continued to spark the desire to mm-hmm. really, you know, continue to help wherever I can. How long has Young Life been around? Well, you know, they started, oh my gosh, you know, it was in the 50s. I'm not a great historian, so I don't know, but it was a gentleman named Jim Rayburn, and he um, just started meeting with some kids, and then it grew, and then he saw such a need and a way to reach. And it was set up when it first started. At the time, it was just boys. He met with high school age boys. Mm -hmm. And then he was based in Texas and he would take them during the summer out to, um, I think he got the invitation to take them either to a ranch or to someplace. And, um, ultimately they were in Colorado and that was where the idea for a permanent place then to be able to take kids. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's so interesting I think this is true at all ages, but especially kids. We get, you know, you get so immersed in your life that it's hard to get past the day-to-day of what's happening and Mm -hmm. the activities. I mean, now the way kids are scheduled, you know, every minute of every day with activities and play dates and this and that. And so um, the camp was a way, and now when you go to the camps, you know, you put your phones away and Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. great activities from go-kart racing to zip lining to horseback riding to swimming and, you know, paddle boarding and just everything that you can think of. So it's, you know, nature. I mean, being out in nature and just getting out of your day-to-day kind of routine and environment. And, Mm -hmm. and obviously, um, it takes a lot of committed and dedicated people and volunteers and um, financial resources. And so I think that has been really what has propelled me forward is I want to see that continue. So you were on the board, right? How long were you there? And what was that like versus this camp environment that you talked about? Well, here's what's so funny, Mary, is that I just in general, I'm going to out myself and say, I am not a great board member. Just, I mean, I shouldn't say that because I'm on boards and I've been (laughs) excited to do it and passionate about it. But I like to be in the middle of it. I mean, I, and so not that boards aren't in the middle of it, but really the, um, you know, even when we worked at Disney, I mean, the Disney board is you're an ombudsman. You're supposed to get to a view where you can look at a 360 view, you know, you're higher and you're seeing Mm -hmm. how to really And a lot of forward thinking, a lot of, you know, what can we do to set ourselves up five years from now and 10 years from now? And so I, I like the mental part of that, but I really love the roll up your sleeves and just jump in. So Mm -hmm. when I would go to my first board meetings and we would 
talk about, you know, different things that were happening around the world, because one of the biggest areas of growth for Young Life is outside the United States. Mm. And in areas, it's so exciting to be, you know, in Africa and, you know, Latin America, and just to see it Mm. explode in Asia and all around the world. So, um, so it, it was a lot of time on, you know, new endeavors in new countries. And, oh. and so I always, and I have this running joke with everybody on the board. Okay. I'm happy to do this, but when are we going to camp? You know, <laughs> when are we When's going to start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so what's funny is as a part of the board membership, thank goodness, you know, this, they feel very much that everyone on the board should be plugged in, you know, to see what is on a day-to-day basis happening with Young Life at the local level. Mm -hmm. And um, so we would have meetings different places around the world, actually, and then also go to the various camps. So while I was on the board, (laughs) I got to visit like three different camps. But again, you're sort of seeing it at a higher level. So I'm excited to tell you that this summer, um, because the way the camp sessions work, there's going to be a lot of the um, college-age volunteers that are going to go back. So I actually have a camp assignment oh my this summer. What are you going to do? So I'm going to um, work at the craft cart and the snack shop. And <laughs> I know, can you stand it? I'm so excited I can hardly <laughs> breathe thinking about it. I can't wait. But um, so the board, I mean, having said that, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, what was really impactful was to see what it really takes Mm -hmm. for an organization like Young Life. And I wish I would have um, done a little more to tell you, but I mean, there's like millions, you know, of kids, hundreds of millions of kids impacted around the world. And so when you're at your local community level, you're looking at you know, what is happening right there. And so the board gives you such a, um, a bigger vision Mm -hmm. of a bigger, but it also gets you excited and hungry. Like we just don't want to miss one, you know, kid that wants to be a part of it. And, and so, um, and especially it's always been really important to young life to, try to reach kids that are the furthest out Mm -hmm. or kids in the inner city Mm -hmm. where there aren't a lot of programs like this Mm -hmm. or to have kids, disadvantaged kids that otherwise wouldn't be able to go to camp. So we do a lot of fundraising and the, the network of volunteers, the ratio of volunteers to staff, paid staff is just mind blowing. I mean, you know, for every paid staff, I mean, there's, you know, 20 plus volunteers Um, plus plus. If you really look at, you know, people that bring food to the clubs every week in Mm -hmm. every place around the world, you know, I, I mean, just all the details. And so being on the board helps you really see that you are a part of something so much um, bigger than maybe where you've seen it in your community or your yeah. region. Yeah. Or if you happen to work, you know, one summer when I visited a camp, the Capernaum kids were there. And so each of the kids that attends with special needs 
has a volunteer buddy that mm. travels with them and is there for the entire week at camp wow. just to make sure they are there for every need that they have. Right. And so when I saw that first time, I mean, wow, it makes me choke up just thinking about, you know, the commitment yeah. that these people have. So I had never been exposed to that part of it because, I, you know, my involvement hadn't, you know, touched that area. So being involved on such a larger level helped me really see all the different areas and places that they're touching and people that they're touching. That's awesome. And now, so before we close out, I, I want to hear the story because I know there was this convergence of your two passions, Disney and Young Life. So a couple years ago, you were... I remember you telling me there was a a Young Life conference at Disney, and you were the keynote speaker. So tell us about that. Well, I wasn't the keynote speaker. There were a lot of fabulous speakers, but it's every four years, Young Life Worldwide, um, all the staff gets together, again, to share best practices, to come together for fellowship, and just to really be thankful for all that is happening around mm. the world. And um, and then also to do forward thinking and to make sure that, you know, everyone sees, you know, and is pointed kind of the same direction. And so um, it so happened that the conference was at Walt Disney World. So um, they had said, would you talk about your involvement with Young Life and kind of the Disney. So I was able, it was surreal. And I was giddy with excitement because my two worlds, you know, were colliding and two organizations that I'm really crazy about that, that came together for this magical moment in time, which I was able to be a part of. It was really fantastic. How many, I mean, how many people were there? How many people were there? Um, there were all total about 6,000 people there wow. um, during over the course of many days. And again, there were presentations and speakers and breakout sessions and activities. And wow. of course, went to the park, you know, for yeah. <laughs> um, some fun. So it was, and again, I was able to be on the committee and um, my great friend, Josh Griffin, was heading all that up to do the whole conference. And so, um, you know, I got to just be a part of his committee and met so many new, fabulous Young Life friends along the way. And it also really told me, and I would be remiss, Mary, because, I mean, obviously Young Life is something I'm passionate about and I have this history and I want to make sure it continues on. And I would encourage people, if you do know about Young Life and are interested in getting involved to do that. But I also just, it was, it's been such a great lesson to me about finding organizations that you believe in and not for profits. And, you know, so often we you know, see somebody collecting for something and we give a little money here and a little money there. And I think that is helpful. And obviously organizations, um, you know, are able to continue because of that. But I also think there's something about really being a part of something that you believe in Mm -hmm. and giving back your time and your 
talent and your treasure and combining that all together. Mm -hmm. So it's fun for me if I give a donation to a camp that maybe I've been to or that somebody I know is going to then attend. You know, Mm -hmm. one of my friends, Kim, her daughter went to a Young Life camp and had this great time. And now she has worked at a Young Life camp. And so I feel like maybe my small little amount that I gave or time that I gave working with Young Life helped then touch, you know, Kim's daughter. And I mean, I just think it's a gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if anyone's interested, uh, go to younglife.org and you can learn more about this remarkable organization. I always love hearing Jody talk about this because this was not something I was exposed to growing up. So I did not participate in it at all, but I have loved seeing what they do and how they do it and just everything they've done over the last 50 plus years. Um, And And Mary, you won't brag on yourself, but I roped you in and um, because you are smartest person I know in just (laughs) team building and purpose and keeping people on purpose. And there was one um, department in Young Life that really wanted to, um, the financial services and how they interact with all the different parts of Young Life, especially around the world. And so Mary, I'm just going to out Mary, she came in and did some um, advising work and some different things. And they just went on and on about how you changed the trajectory of what they were working on. So yay. Yay, Mary. (laughs) Well, it it was a great group. It was about five years ago. And their goal was to create, of the CFO, it was a CFO kind of financial division. Their goal was to create an internal culture within finance that mirrored the higher level of excellence, care, and quality at the camps. And so they were saying, you know, how do we bring the camp culture, which is so young life, to financial services. So good for them. That was important for us to, and the work we did was, you know, assess current state and develop service standards and just really rethink, because you don't think about kind of a fun camp culture and financial services similarly, but if you are the financial services organization of young life, there has to be some um, correlation. So that was their desire. So it really was wonderful so that they could support all of these camps and camp counselors and um, really make it not seem like camps are fun and finances is corporate and they're too different. So it was how do we bring it together? So, yeah, and you know, when you think about camps, you think, you know, outside. And of course, you think about trail mix. So think about camp culture and think about trail mix. And don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. You can find all of our trail mix episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love you to rate and give us a review. And follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. To learn more about us, check out our new website, trailmixpod.com. 
It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. Mm-hmm.